Eve, August Falter Rash, quick Tom Fury the after party. That's as far as the Irish is going to go. I know people don't want to hear that, um, but I'm just catering to all of our audience. So Diagwit Gokten, I mean, I mean, Eglaritoskuelga, but everyone else who also speaks in English, hello and how are you guys? Um, obviously, as Louise explained last week, we are doing solo podcasts. This is maybe the fourth time I've done my introduction because I keep tripping over my words. Um, this week, so I was kind of stuck as to what I was going to do. Um, I've asked for some questions on the Instagram. Um, now, I'm not just going to answer questions for 15 minutes because you guys don't want to listen to that and I don't want to listen to that. Uh, so I'm going to be reenacting a intergovernmental political reform group called G the G8 group or group of eights and they have these summits and in 2009 Libya had requested something from Switzerland uh, which I just thought was completely ridiculous so I'm going to uh, tell you the story and reenact it now I know you're, some people heard politics or some people heard government or G8 or summit and they went what the fuck is he talking about you guys will soon find out. Uh, this is a crazy story. And when I saw it on my Instagram um, on Friday evening, I was like, this is this is what I'm saying on the podcast. Um, so I'm going to reenact the entire thing. But before we get into that, we have something to tell you guys. We'd like to take a minute to thank Graphics Gotcha for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Graphics Gotcha are an Irish print boutique that's owned by a fellow DCU student. They turn your photos into cute graphic prints and have a catalogue of wild designs available for worldwide shipping. It's perfect as a thoughtful gift that can make memories live on. Graphics Gocha also do frequent giveaways where you can win free commissions and much more. And also coming up to da Father's Day, Dad's Day, whatever you want to call it, couple things in their catalogue that they're showing off at the moment that could be nice to give to your dad and uh, to let, you, let him know that uh, graphics culture like him and you like him as well. Graphics culture were kind enough to make us a digital graphic which you can find on our Instagram right now. So make sure to follow graphics culture on Instagram and TikTok and DM them to place an order. It's that easy. That's gr at graphics G-L-E-O-I-T-E on Instagram and TikTok and DM them to place an order. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Okay, so basically, here's the story, right? So I was scrolling on my Instagram page. I've already talked about this. I was a little bit kind of freaking out because I knew I had to do like a solo one this week. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I saw this post. Basically, what happened was in 2009, Colonel Gaddafi, the Libyan leader, well, was the he was the Libyan leader until they killed him in a sewage pipe in like 2012. But... He proposed to the G8 summit, which is kind of like a group of interpolitical, intergovernmental groups who like kind of do a little bit of reform every now and again, have a chat, ask what the crack is. Gaddafi was like, no, lads, thank you so much for inviting me. I know I treat everyone in my country like shit. There are people in my country who are dying and, and starving, but... You know that whole Switzerland thing? We gotta get rid of it. So he proposed that France, Germany and Italy just just take parts of Switzerland for themselves. And that's it. And then Switzerland just no more. No more Switzerland. See you later. Yeah, yeah. All those like, you know, all that neutrality shit. 
You don't belong here anymore. Switzerland, you gotta go, pal. Here's the door. Now, you're probably wondering, Libya and Switzerland, like, what have they got to do with each other? So, this is what, this is why this is kind of crazy. There's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to the Libya-Switzerland relations. And what had happened was, so this is directly from the Wikipedia page. Relations between the states began to sour in July 2008 when Switzerland arrested Gaddafi's son and daughter-in-law for allegedly beating their servants at a hotel. The two of them were detained for two days and then just released. Okay, now, Gaddafi, big bollocks Gaddafi over in Libya was sitting there and he rings up his son to see how him and his wife are getting on in Switzerland. And he is ringing the hotel. Probably probably smoking a cigar, shooting women, and beating children. And then, you know, phone in one hand and just just doing all the other things, you know, starving people with the left hand. Anyway. <laughs> so Gaddafi probably realizes, hold on. Hold on. I send my son over to there. I allow him to leave the country for a holiday. And they can't just do what they like. <laughs> so, to, to get back at, at Switzerland, <laughs> Gaddafi just started, <laughs> just started closing Nestle in Libya. So, Cocoa Pops no more. Do, wait, do, do, wait, no, I think that's, I think that's Kellogg's. Wait, wait, wait. Nestle cereal. Cereals. Let, let me see. Which? Nesquik and Cheerios. So Libya were already starving, but now they couldn't have Shreddies. They couldn't have oats and more. They couldn't have Cheerios. They couldn't have shredded wheat, golden nuggets, um, chocolate Shreddies. Can't forget about them. Uh, honey and nut shredded wheat. Um, what else? What else do Nestle make? They make a Dora? Nesquik? They make net Cookie Crisp, Toffee Crisp, Lion. Nestle, they kind of have a fucking monopoly. Anyway, let's not get into this. Right, so he goes, right, Libya. Ne Switzerland over here think that my son just can't beat up people in hotels. So to get back at them, no one here is getting any Nesquik until my son is sent home. But he was already home. So, so, <laughs> that's like the first, that's like the first jab. He goes, all right, Switzerland, they're like, we don't care. We've fucking mountains of the thing here anyway. Literally, oh yeah, go, if you didn't know, if you go to the Swiss Alps, um, all of it is just made out of Nesquik. Anyway, <laughs> so obviously Switzerland just did not care about this. It's not as if, you know, people in Libya um, are going to be, literally crying over not having shredded wheat for their breakfast uh, that wasn't going to affect Switzerland anyway but I mean Gaddafi just kind of didn't really understand that uh, <laughs> so what he did then was he was like alright this is this is bullshit uh, see those two men there and all, all of the country went yeah what, what about them Gaddafi their visas they aren't working we should arrest them so two businessmen from Switzerland were arrested just randomly uh, for supposedly having um, visa problems. Uh, Switzerland fought this, obviously, by saying, 
I don't care. Give us our people back. And then they just kind of went, okay, bye. Uh, Gaddafi then put the foot down. And he cancelled most, not all, most commercial flights between the two countries. Not all of them. He couldn't do that. No, no, no. In case, like, his son did want to go back for a honeymoon or with his, like, ninth wife. In case, you know, he wanted to go over there for some chocolate from time to time. He he, he cancelled most flights. Not all of them. Not all of them. Just most. Uh, and obviously, Switzerland were like, okay, it's not as if loads of people are coming from Libya to Switzerland or loads of people are going from Switzerland to Libya. So I don't really care about that. So this is kind of like, you know, when you're in school, right? And you'd have that one bully. I mean, I don't know if you guys were bullied, but... <laughs> and, you you know, you'd go to a teacher or to a friend or whatever. And they'd be like, just don't react. The only reason, the only reason they're doing it is for a reaction. So Switzerland obviously took this, uh, this analogy and went, all right, let's do that. So they've cancelled most, not all, most flights. They, um... Arrested two businessmen because they said so. Uh, no one in the country got any shreddies. Um, and they were like, okay, fine. That I really could care less. So Gaddafi then took the final step, which this this here was a final straw for Gaddafi. He went over to Switzerland and then withdrew about $5 billion of his own money from his Swiss bank accounts. So that's how so it's the, that's how Gaddafi retaliated when Switzerland said to his son, "Please don't beat up hotel staff over here," um, and then let him go two days later. Okay, so let's look at it as like we're civilians in Libya during July of two thousand and eight. You hear that? We hear that our our leader, uh, not even our leader, his son, was arrested for beating up a person in a hotel. Uh, and then released two days later. And we're like, okay, that doesn't affect me. At least it wasn't Gaddafi. Gaddafi gets annoyed by this, and now I can't have any shredded wheat. Okay, I don't really like shredded wheat too much anyway. I prefer shreddies. Shreddies are made by Nestle too. Okay, now I'm a little bit pissed off. Okay, I, I won't lie. I'm a little bit pissed off, but it's fine. Two Swiss businessmen were arrested. That doesn't affect me. I don't care. Fine. Yeah, okay, Gaddafi. Gaddafi's just doing hot girl shit. Leave him alone. Uh, then, I, I mean, I'm an everyday citizen. I have a shop, probably. Maybe I have, like, maybe I just go to school, whatever it is. Cancelling most commercial flights between the two countries. Not all of them. I can still go there, but just not as frequently as I'd like to. Um, so, that doesn't affect me in the slightest. And then he goes over and he says, hey, by the way, I smuggled about five billion dollars out of the country and then put it into a swiss bank account so i'm just going to take that back i wouldn't care either i mean it's kind of like a bertie ahern situation sort of finna fall 2008 it was just resting in my account sort of deal um <laughs> so <laughs> what the fuck is this so basically what a waste of everyone's time um so I mean, obviously, Switzerland aren't going to give in to Gaddafi. Doesn't really matter. It seems like the only thing that really kind of pissed off the Swiss was was when those two businessmen were arrested. But when they were released, the Swiss president was like, Gaddafi, man, what are you doing? So he goes over to Tripoli in 2009 and he, apolog he, he apologized 
for the arrest of uh, of you know his son and his daughter-in-law. Uh, and then this was criticized by the Swiss public and press because he, he was like, they were like, he beat up a ho- hotel worker and you're going over and being like, here, look, I'm sorry, you know, that your son broke the law and then we took the right action. Um, so then people were like, he should resign. Uh, and he might have done. I don't know. I'm not bothered to click that link onto the uh, <laughs> onto the next Wikipedia page. But this thing goes on for about a year, right? No one has any Nestle. Those two men are locked up. There's bit, there's there's there, there's there's still flights to Switzerland, just not as many as there used to be, and five billion has left a Swiss bank. That really doesn't matter to most people in Libya. But then Gaddafi gets invited to the G8 summit. A year later, a full year later, he's been planning this out. July two thousand and nine. He goes up, he stands up there and he goes, France, Germany and Italy, I know you'll side on me on this one, lads. We should just dissolve Switzerland, split it for ourselves, because they arrested my son because he broke the law over there. Um, Now, obviously, we know, spoiler alert, uh, I don't know if most people know, but spoiler alert, uh, Switzerland's still there. This didn't actually happen. Um... (laughs) But in August 2009, Gaddafi had stated that he had nuclear weapons, which he could, quote, wipe Switzerland off the map with. So, uh, (laughs) he hated the country so much that he was like, all right, lads, let's get rid of this place. France, Germany, Italy, are you in with me? And they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then, um, February 2010, he says, this is like, this is <laughs> almost two years later, a year and a half. He's still going on about this. So almost a year and a half later, Gaddafi goes, I'm calling for all out. No lie. This is this is the full truth. He's calling for all out jihad against Switzerland um, in a speech that he did in Benghazi uh, during like, like a, a festival of Eid. So, Yeah. That's kind of what happened there. Gaddafi really just doesn't like Switzerland. Um, well, he didn't like Switzerland. Um, now, anyway, lads, we all know what happened to Gaddafi. Switzerland is still there. Gaddafi, he was killed in the sewage during 2011 after everyone went, hey, we don't have any Nesquik anymore. And um, I think I think that was like, that was kind of the, that, let me actually go on to the, um, hold on. I'm going to go to, uh, Libya, Italian Libya. Uh, I'm going to try find there we are modern day Libya. Yeah, so if you just scroll down, yeah, two seconds there. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it says right here the uh, coup leader Myanmar Gaddafi or Myanmar, anyway, Colonel Gaddafi. Uh, he ruled the country from 1969 and then also during the Cultural Revolution in 1973 until he was overthrown and killed in 2011 in the Libyan Civil War. Now, if we click on the 2011 Libyan Civil War, the first thing it says here is that the first Libyan Civil War was an armed conflict in the Northern African country, which was fought because Gaddafi banned Nesquik. It all comes full circle. Um, You know, Gaddafi, he started his own doom with Switzerland and uh, the people spoke. They wanted shredded wheat. They They don't care about Kellogg's. 
they're dry anyway. Shredded wheat is where it's at. Um, so. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut over now to the questions from Instagram. The story I put up. Uh, so, yeah, the first question. So, um, the first question comes from Rian Nocter, and he asks what my uh, best tweet of all time is. Um, now, what I use, my relationship with Twitter is literally just to use it for news. Um, I study journalism, so uh, I think that Twitter is a good way to kind of find out what people are saying about news in a live time. So, uh, it's kind of good for that. Uh, and also, uh, there's a good, good couple of memes on there as well. Uh, but... <laughs> I used to use it just to solely give out to the Irish transport system. If a train was like two minutes late, I would I just go straight to Twitter and at Irish Rail. Um, like I, I used to do it like you know semi seriously, and then I just took the piss out of them. Uh, and what what was good about it is that the person on their comms team would always like apologize profusely, even though I'd called them all like fucking Klims or whatever. Obviously, when I got into college, I had to wipe my Twitter account of all this just just nonsense. Uh, towards Dublin bus and Irish rail uh, <laughs> so I did that and uh, the only tweet that was left from from me doing all of this was me retweeting uh, a Fortnite tweet saying that the Fortnite party service is down and solo and fill modes are only available Play- players should expect downtime to fix the problem later today and I thought that was so important for everyone to know that I retweeted it uh, there was 441 quote tweets, and uh, it says, "If your man, if your man, like as in, not your man, like as in y- y- your boyfriend, has the shakes today, it's because the Fortnite servers are down." That's how important uh, Fortnite was back in January of 2018. That people would literally get the shakes because the servers were down. But yeah, that was kind of my life in 2018. Uh, it's a nice little glimpse as to what I was doing. Um. And yeah, all the all the services were down, and I thought that that was important for me to to get onto. The next question comes from uh, Kieran Farrell, and he asks, "Why are you so adorable?" Um, I don't know. I'm sitting here with a ponytail in my hair. Uh, currently, I haven't had a shower yet. My room is in a is in a fucking jocker, but um, I guess I'm just adorable because. I don't know. You you tell me. I want I want a response later on when you hear this, Kieran, um, as to why I'm adorable. But I I don't know. I can't really answer that. I, may, I think it's because of the ponytail. To be fair, Connor Daly from or Dally. I don't know. I always get confused with that last name because I have a, I had a friend called Dally, and then I also have a friend called Daly. But I'm just gonna say Daly. Connor Daly asks uh, from Dexies, obviously, uh, sexiest Dexie. Um, and Connor, you already know the answer. Adam. Uh, Gally, Sean Gally, uh, the infamous guy from DCFM, he asks, uh, who, who's your favourite guest that we've had on the show? Now, we've only had um, one, two, three, four, about four guests, five guests, but we only had about five guests on the show so far. Um, two, of them, two of them were collaborative shows with Countdown and, and Dexy's X DMBR. Realistically, Countdown wasn't even our show. It was like a whole collective thing. Um, but I think the best guest that we've had on the show so far was Killian. Killian from Sea Week when he came up and started talking to us. Uh, Killian, I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. 
but you you have to get back to us and uh, find out where Tom Fuller. We have to we have to have where are they now post Sea Week. Um, so yeah, Killian from Sea Week was definitely the best guest we've had. We I actually I want to get more guests on, especially on the podcast over summer, because I think that would be good to um to do um just to kind of you know keep your head in the game, keep your keep your foot in the door. I don't know. Um, but definitely with Irish creators. So if you have any Irish creators that, you know, you guys want to hear on the podcast with us, definitely get on to us. Katie Downey asks, how do you get such a big bum? And that's just years and years of squatting. So the questions are kind of getting ridiculous now. There's questions about me being demisexual and, and if I perm my hair. And also the big bum question was arguably just unnecessary, but... <laughs> Well, we're going to leave it there. I hope you all learned something. I know I did. That the first Libyan civil war was started over... um, (laughs) It was started over the country not having shredded wheat. Um, Thank you all so much for the continued support. We'll probably have something up on on the YouTube very soon. The link is down in the description as per usual. The link down to our Instagram, tomfoodery.dcufm, is also in the description of this podcast. Uh, And also, of course... Get on to Graphics Gotcha. If you like what you see, give them a give them an order. Tell them that Tom Foolery sent you. Uh, and as always, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.